Welcome to Carpe Dime, a podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Jamie Davidson. And I'm Nicole Jackson from Financial Center First Credit Union. Thanks for spending your free time listening to us talk about how life and family affects us achieving our financial goals. Welcome back, Jamie. We're going to discuss the many types of insurances available. Our listeners have worked hard to earn the things that they care about in life, and it's our turn to help protect them. Yeah, well... Glad to be back, Nicole. I hope you and your family have been well, getting back into the swing of things uh, for the new school year, you know, how that goes. And yes, the unexpected can happen and we can help members choose the right solution for their needs. Emergencies come up and there are over 40 insurance carriers to evaluate which options are right for you. So today we're going to talk about different insurances, right? Mm -hmm. Not our normal ones. These are special insurances. And we came up with six special ones. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. So, fact queen, give us some facts on insurance. All right, well, let's start off. In 2002, there were about 9.2 million people receiving benefits based on disability. Um, That breaks down to about 7.8 million workers and 1.2 million disabled adult children and roughly 225 disabled widows and widowers. Wow. That's a lot of people. Mm Mm-hmm. Then, um, only 7.5 million Americans, or about 3% of the population, have long-term care insurance. Okay. We're going to talk about that one. And, you know, the one a little bit more warm and fuzzy, even. About 4% of dogs are insured and 1% of cats. Wow. Um, that's that's big business. Uh, yeah, 4% I mean... 4% and 1%, I, you know, those 1%, I don't know about you people. I'm just kidding. But I, it's I valued at like $8.6 billion in 2022. Wow. And projected to be about $16 billion by 2032. Let's talk about the six special types of insurance that, you know, a lot of times we know about our health care, right? Dental care, optical care, those types of things, auto... Uh, you know, auto insurance, homeowners insurance. So today we're going to talk about those ones that you uh, we don't we don't know much. A lot of people don't think about. So the number one I want to start with is the umbrella policy. You know, the umbrella policy. What is that? The umbrella policy. What does an umbrella do, Nicole? Um, it covers you it when it's raining. It covers you, right? Yeah. yeah. The umbrella policy is actually asset protection. This is the type of uh, insurance you're going to want to have once you have assets build up in your life. You know, when I was 21, I didn't need an umbrella policy because I didn't own anything. Mm-hmm. But now that I have some assets, I might want this to protect those. Uh, most umbrella policies protect up to $1 million. Uh, what else did you find out about it? Well, they step in when a damage or something you're being held liable for exceed what you're already covered. So your auto or your homeowner's insurance policy. Yeah. Example we were talking about earlier was we both have trampolines. Mm -hmm. And, you know, kids come over, jump on the trampoline, they get injured. Hopefully your homeowner's insurance is going to cover that, right? Unless you have them sign a waiver before they... Which I'm sure you do. Yeah. But, you know, when storms come around, sometimes those things go flying. Like like Wizard of Oz. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. And ran into somebody in your neighbor's house, tear, tear down their fence... This is where those things come in. If you've got that umbrella policy, you're not going to have a happy neighbor, but at least he's going to be covered. Right. So it covers bodily injury, personal injury, property damage is the big one, uh, landlord liability, 
What it doesn't cover usually is personal belongings, business losses, intentional or criminal acts or omissions. Right. And you really want to have it as an added layer of protection. Yeah, and it's not very expensive. You uh, with an with an umbrella policy, you pay one time a year usually. It's usually about two to three hundred dollars, and it covers everything. So a lot of times, what'll happen is people get quoted on their homeowners, and they'll say, "Well, we have an umbrella policy," and people go, "No, I don't want to talk about it." Well, it really, <laughs> only adds a couple hundred dollars to your policy for the year. Right. What's number two? Disability insurance. Disability insurance. What is that? It's a type of insurance that will provide income to you if you're unable to perform your work due to a disability. Okay, but it won't pay me if I just don't want to work? Uh, unfortunately, no. Okay. And there are how many types of disability insurance? Two. Two types. So the first one, this guys stick with us here. These, these are tough ones. The first one is short-term disability. So short-term disability, and the other one is, go for it. Long-term wow, disability. Mind blown there, right? Short-term and long-term. So short-term, obviously, what happens is, say I am disabled and I can't work. Hopefully, I have PTO saved up and I and I use that. Mm-hmm. Well, my long-term policy doesn't kick in for a certain amount of time, so I have to have a short-term there to cover that. Usually, what we see with short-term policies is there's usually a two-week, sometimes 30-day wait before it kicks in. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is you usually get about 60% of your income coming in. You can maybe get a little bit more. Remember though, you're gonna pay for this upfront every month. So if you want a little bit more than 60%, the premium per month's gonna be higher. So, right. But it, it typically is about 60% of your salary. Usually your short term can last up to six months. Yeah, a good example I think is, I believe we got it with my first child, just kind of have that to offset because you know you get so much PTO and then mm-hmm. After then, you kind of exhaust your income and make sure that we still had something. So short-term is a good example of mm-hmm. that. I don't know what they called it, like pregnancy They probably did. They probably had a pregnancy care. Yeah, the, the, they offer all different types. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are just, like I said, we just picked six today. So there's more than these six out there. And with long-term, what happens with long-term? Well, it provides replacement income for an extended amount. The waiting period for that is typically 90 days, but it will run from maybe five years until retirement. Okay, and does it cover your full? Uh, 60% generally of your salary, but no more than $7,500 a month. Okay, $7,500 a month. Uh, and a lot of times when you look at these types of coverages, they're based upon state as well. So when we're mm-hmm. doing this, we're quoting Indiana. Right. I'll just let everybody remember that. Uh, one size does not fit all. So when you are going through your benefits package every year at work, make sure you're asking the question, do we have disability insurance? Right. If we do, do we have short-term and long-term? And find that out because so many people don't ask that question. They don't know to. Mm-hmm. And then when something happens, they're sort of stuck. Yeah. With our employer, we have long-term provided by them. I myself pick up short-term just in case. Mm-hmm. So very good. The third one sort of hit home. It's cancer. Uh, I've had many people in my family that have been affected by cancer. It, it's really about that. It's about if somebody gets cancer in your family and you have this rider, it's going to cover different items. I'm fortunate enough that my wife actually picked this up after her sister passed away. Uh, you never think you're going to get cancer, and then something does happen. And the great thing about this insurance is it pays for all all these different things. Even if your health insurance takes care of it, mm-hmm. they're going to pay you for it. Example would be staying in the room. It's it's they're going to cut you a check for three hundred dollars for every day you're in the hospital. Uh, when you go down and you get scans, when you do uh, bone marrow pulls, all these special things, even though your insurance pays for it, 
is there to supplement. It pays uh, for travel. Okay. It, there, there's, there's a rider there for travel that's going to pay for if you need to get a, a hotel. So it's all these things that are related to that. It's, it's one of those things. Like I said, my wife got it. I was, you know, me being the Scrooge that I am, I'm like, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. And now after she did it, I, I told her she's the smartest person I've ever met. So you might want to look into it. I think it costs, ours was like $35 a month, and they take it right out of payroll. So. That's something everybody's eligible for? Yeah, the only issue is it's not going to cover you if you've already had cancer. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's it, those pre, those preconditions don't they won't wrap that in there. That's the one thing that will not happen. That's a good question though. But hey, these are things that real life. Luckily, we had a friend that had it and recommended it to us, and uh, definitely something you might want to look into. Next one I have down is emergency care. Emergency care. What is that? Well, basically, it's the plan for those that need basic medical attention in the event of something sudden happening that isn't covered by your health insurance. Okay, so something happens at my house. Maybe I feel like I'm having a heart attack. Wife calls who? Fireman? 911, right? Yeah. They, they show up with the fire truck and mm-hmm. the ambulance, right? Mm-hmm. And they say, well, we got to take you to the hospital. Well, they throw me in that ambulance and they drive me there. That's a real expensive drive to the hospital. Hope it's uh, scenic at least. Scenic. Yeah, I'm sure I'm going to be looking out the window waving. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and once we get into that place called the emergency room, that's awful expensive too. Right. And with most of us on high deductible health plans, that's not going to. That's you haven't usually if you haven't covered that yet, you're going to be liable for this. And you're talking about a ride in an ambulance being upwards of two thousand dollars. So would your emergency care cover that? I do think so. So if my health care will cover, but I have to pay it basically. Mm-hmm. Right? But the emergency care will actually pay you pay for that. Cool. You need it because that once the other time emergency care we talked about this. When's another time that you might need it? When you're on vacation. When you're on vacation, you seem so happy. I want to go on vacation. vacation. Yeah, you were telling us a story about that about your father-in-law. Yeah, he actually had traveled out of state and had an emergency happen and ended up taking a nice little ambulance ride but obviously it was outside of his healthcare area mm-hmm. and something else about it which we weren't talking about though it also kind of doubles as that travel insurance right so so maybe you get the emergency care if you're going on vacation you buy the travel insurance mm-hmm. because most people don't know this but when you go out of state for vacation a lot of times your health care coverage is isn't in that state right and not only in states but where else would you probably want emergency insurance if you were going to go out the country out of the country yeah definitely want to uh, it's probably not going to cover you if you're in another country so make sure you're doing that and you're thinking about that so now that we've you know done our emergency care and we're, we're getting a little bit older in life and need to take care of things number five is we talked about short-term and long-term disability now we're going to talk mm-hmm. about long-term care how this insurance can actually save you money in the long run Long-term care is there for when you get to the point in your life where you might need to live in an assisted living or you might want to move into a retirement home. Well, most of us don't want to, but if we have to, the things we don't realize is it's very expensive. Mm -hmm. I think the average cost of assisted living right now is about $8,000 a month. So long-term care is going to actually cover that cost for me, or up to a certain amount of that cost. So example is I move into assisted living, and my long-term care covers up to 6000 and I pay $8,000. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to have to pay 2000 a month out of that. Uh, so many people don't realize this. They don't realize the cost of assisted living or nursing right. homes. We just think, oh, you go and it's taken care of, but it's not the case. Oh, it's so expensive. Uh, have, you, have you ever had a 
family member living. Yeah, my grandma was in nursing home for a while in assisted living, and it was just outrageous the amount of the cost. The the cost was outrageous. They get she had so much stipend every month that she was able to come in, but by the time she got done paying for Mm -hmm. the cost of the living facility, like she's left like twenty five dollars. Like I mean, I don't think that was exactly what it was, but and. A lot of times with long-term care insurance, it's very similar to life insurance. Mm-hmm. The younger and healthier you are, the policy is going to be cheaper. The older and less healthier you are, right. it's going to be more expensive. And most of us don't start thinking about it until we're getting closer to that age of retirement. So it's really something you probably want to look at now. I'm in my 50s. It's going to cost me a big chunk of change for my wife and I. You, on the other hand, Nicole, are a little bit younger than I am. A little, a little bit. A little bit, yeah, yeah. I'm being sarcastic here. Something maybe you and you would want to look into yeah. because it'd be much better price. Or if you're like me and, you know. Want to be a gonna, burden on my children? I, yeah, I'm going to be a burden. I'm, I tell them, I'm moving <laughs> in with them. You're taking care of me. I'm not giving you anything. I uh, mean, you change their diapers, right? Right. It's time for yeah, them to return the favor. So yeah. What comes around goes around. <laughs> so number five is long-term care. So we've talked about five insurances so far that are, are special and they really deal with us you know, our families, you know, the umbrella covering your assets, right? Cover your assets. Disability insurance, that long-term, that short-term care. Cancer, cancer care. Cancer sucks, get the cancer insurance. Emergency care, because you can always, you know, fall out of the tree when you're cutting down the limbs. Mm -hmm. The long-term care in case you have to move into an assisted facility. But number six, we sort of switched gears here a little bit, and we focused on a different part of the family, which is, Nicole? Our pets. With pet insurance. Our fur family. The yeah. fur friends. Yeah, pet insurance. I, how many animals do you have? Do we have to talk about it? I have two dogs, and unfortunately now I only have three cats. Five animals. Okay. <laughs> I've got two. Okay. No. But you love those animals, right? <sighs> yeah, I guess. Your kids love those animals? My kids love those animals. Yeah. <laughs> and what have you noticed when you have to take those animals to the vet? I think... Just, you know, they rack up the bill a it's, lot. It's expensive, It is right? expensive, especially those emergency vet visits where <laughs> they might have gotten in the way of a closing door. And Did you get their tail? I did not. It was not me. I'm not responsible. We had one that happened to the tail. I'm the financially responsible party, but I'm not the responsible oh, party when it yeah. comes to the act. So what has happened is they've created pet insurance, two different types. One is basically what would be considered care insurance. So... Mm-hmm. Basically, they go for their checkups, they get their shots, any office visits are covered, but you pay a monthly fee for that. Right. But if you get there and there's something else wrong, it's not going to cover that. Mm-hmm. That's where the other type of pet insurance comes in, that emergency or when there's surgery or something, where they go, oh, by the way, your dog blew out its knee and it needs knee surgery and it's going to cost $5,000. And I go, well, I guess Fido's going to walk with the limp the rest of his life because <laughs> I don't have five grand, right? right? Just kidding. I've gotten all the surgeries for my dogs. I would never do that. But, yeah, you, have you ever been to the emergency, like on the weekend emergency pet? Uh-huh. How much was it, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, my gosh. I think with the tail incident, it was about two grand two at grand. least. Yeah. And that was to lose about two inches off the end of a tail. Yeah. So yeah. It was... I, I, yeah, no, I had our, our mass, if that happened, I'd had that surgery. Our one-eyed wonder, Kane, who we got from a no-kill shelter, because we're not going to buy a dog that's, you know, bred and registered, right? Mm-hmm. He's been the most expensive dog ever. The, the guy had heartworm. He's had multiple different things wrong with him. Uh, he's like the $5,000 dog. But Those you know, designer pets. Right? I don't even, like the cheap designer pets. We've cheap got a cat yeah. that, you know, he was a 
free cat, but. So, but here's the truth of the matter. We love our animals, and maybe this is something we need to do so that it does cover us financially, right? right. I mean, because at the end of the day, you're, you're going to love the animal. You're going to take care of it one mm-hmm. way or another. So maybe it's getting that pet insurance. So if you got a fur baby out there, maybe you look into the there's multiple ones out there. You can get online and find the right one for you and your family and for, for your animals. Exactly. All right. So let's wrap it up. Pack this information up into one quick overview. Let's review the six types of special insurance options. The six types of special insurance options are, number one, cover your assets with an umbrella policy. Ella, Ella, uh, A. Hey. Number two. Disability insurance. Make sure you get the short and the long term. Number three, cancer insurance, because cancer sucks and it'll suck the dollars right out of your pocket while you're mm-hmm. fighting it. Number four. Emergency care. Because accidents happen. All the time. Number five. That long-term care, unless you want to be a burden on your kids, get the long-term <laughs> care. And number six is pet insurance. Nothing like coming home and those babies looking at you like they've been waiting all day. So you got to take care of them, right? Exactly. Very good. Carpe Dime is presented by Financial Center First Credit Union. It's produced by Jamie Davidson and Cole Jackson. Financial Center is a seven-time national award winner in the category of adult financial literacy. And our goal is to what, Jamie? Help you improve your financial life. If you want to learn more, visit us at fcfcu.com. Like what you hear? Subscribe to us on Google, iTunes, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, the All Indiana Podcast Network, and Spotify. Spotify.